I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, 216-474-0092. Or you can always hit us up on the X. At CLE Talking Heads, um, Super Wild Card Weekend is in the rearview mirror. Let's talk a little bit more football with a super friend of the show. You know him and love him as Frank Stamps, former Browns linebacker in the Dog Pound podcast, raw and unfiltered with all so many of our favorite names as we watch them play for the Browns with Frank and Eric Medcalf and Hanford Dixon and Mike Tomzak and Leroy Horde and Frank right now is on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hi, Frank. How are you? Hey, Frank. Hey, what do you say, Andy? What do you say, Jeff? We say we're bummed out. The season's over. Yeah, we're not real happy, Frank. Oh, my God. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. It's just, just, uh, just, uh, I'm shocked. Shock and awe. Shock and awe at at the game uh, Saturday. What do you think happened? So, you know, you lose a game like that. Uh, you know, first of all, Coach Stefanski put it best. He goes, you know, he summed it up. And, and I've had coaches going back, you know, 30 years tell me this. It just happens. But he summed it up best. They picked a bad day to have a bad day. And you're probably saying, well, what, what, what's a, well why, why did you have a bad day? And, you know, to me, it's, it's about the preparation, both uh, emotional and physical. You know, it's across the board. You know, and, and I think uh, Miles Garrett said it, you know, outcoached, outmanned, outgunned. You know, all of the above. Check all the boxes on that one. And uh, they just weren't prepared. What I, what really stepped out and what I, I noticed, and um, I just couldn't believe it, is how much faster Houston was playing than the Browns. I mean, those you, you look at the number of times we saw defenders, our guys, chasing after their guys and you know that happens when they're just you know they're more they're executing better it, it, but they're playing faster and picture yourself as a high school senior playing against you know uh, freshmen or eighth graders and it's the same thing I mean you're just trying to play catch up to what they're doing and uh, you know we didn't get any pressure you know I'm looking at it from a defensive perspective didn't get any pressure he was able to throw from his spot throw on time throw on top, you know, behind the, the defenders. I mean, you got a tight end that, you know, catches a, a, a touchdown pass and runs, what, 76 yards. They had, I want to say, a, a handful of plays that accounted for, uh, God, two, maybe 200 yards of, of passing. It just was insane, uh, the, the amount of explosive plays that they had. And then, of course, you get into the third quarter and you have those two very costly turnovers. Uh, both, uh, I think, were pick sixes. One is a difference maker, 24-14. You're going in and then a pick six for 86 yards. I mean, that's, that's a huge turnaround. And, 
and really that was that was the beginning of the end there. Frank, I need need you to explain something for me because we all know the Browns didn't take the week off before. They weren't, you know, sitting around and going out to lunch and not not getting prepared for the game. But you said they weren't prepared. Take us deeper into football. What does that mean? So, well, you know, emotionally, uh, you, you, you're just you're 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 not ready. You know, you're, you're not playing as fast as you need to. You're not. You, I don't know if you know. It's hard for me to get in get in their heads but for me you know you're just you're you're not anticipating them playing as fast as 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 they are i mean this happened to me when you know i'm playing against those great san francisco teams we're winning super bowls jerry rice and taylor and and, and montana and that offensive line they were just on me in such a hurry i was doing everything i could not to get hurt out there forget about making a play um and so, you know, emotionally you just weren't ready for the pace of the game and the, the up-tempo. And, you know, with, with, for the, the pass rush, it's, you're not getting off the ball as fast as you need to. Uh, because if you're not getting off the ball, then all the advantage goes to the deep offensive lineman. Now he can set up. He's not trying to – he doesn't have to – you know, your path to the quarterback is is when you turn that, that lineman's shoulders and it gives you that quick pass to the quarterback. That wasn't happening. Uh, for those guys in, in the secondary, you know, they, the receivers were just blowing by our guys. Uh, and as far as, you know, preparing, you know, as far as, you know, the, the coaches, I'm sure there's a lot of things that coaches would do differently uh, going into this, going into that game, if they had a second chance. So, you know, the game plan and, you know, probably needs to be, you know, a hard look at that is what you were trying to accomplish. And, you know, Flacco just didn't seem like he had that vision. To me, off moving to the offense, the ball, it just didn't seem like, you know, receivers weren't open, they weren't separating, and, and you know, Flacco wasn't seeing the, wasn't seeing the field like he, he, he has in the past. Frank, when it comes to Joe Flacco, your thoughts on what he did and uh, what would you or could you see him playing for the Browns in the future? It doesn't seem like it's very likely. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, Joe, I think I think you know, grateful for what Joe uh, did and he yeah. accomplished. But you know, he was, you know, on the on the podcast we were talking about it. Everybody expected him to throw a pick. Uh, we didn't expect him to throw a pick six and and two of them. But uh, you know, he, he you know he was true to form and and, and what he was showing. And, and I don't mean that in a, a bad way because guy you know, guys passing for over three hundred yards. You know, in every game, I think you know, close to every game that he played in. So he was, he was great. He was, he was great. To, you know, to get the Browns what they needed, because you know, I mean, they, it could have, you know, they didn't have to finish with eleven wins, and uh, could have been, it could have been worse. So uh, you know, uh, it was a, it was a great ride. Uh, just heartbreaking and shocking, because uh, nobody would, nobody, nobody saw this coming. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think Flacco did a great job. Will he be with the Browns next year? I doubt it. I think, uh, you know, they'll, they'll move on. And, and, you know, Deshaun's their guy, and and rightfully so. So just kind of move on from that. Frank, when you look at this team and what it accomplished through all the injuries and yet the way it ended, you know, even with all the injuries, you're going to get a lot of guys coming back, and that's going to help. But is there one area of the team that you, as a former player, look at and think, yeah, you really need to punch this up in the off season. Yeah, I've heard a lot. You know, I listen to you guys faithfully. You guys do a great job. You know, adding you know maybe some you know a couple of 
couple of receivers, you know, that that really that deep threat. I got, I think you got a a good core, good receiving core, uh, you know. So, but that can be, you know, always. I mean, those are your impact players, uh, you know. And uh, I think the defense, you know, all year long they proved, you know, they were a solid uh, defense. So. You know, I think that defensive line is intact. You could always add a couple of uh, defensive backs because those are the those are the guys too that that also with the game being such a passing game, you want to make sure that uh, you've got a great uh, uh, secondary. Uh, you know, uh, offensive line. Yeah, you always want to focus on that and that running game. And you know, uh, Cream did a great job. Uh, you know, I think boy, I loved it, the way he competed in that game. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a player. And uh, so, you know, I think, you know, really you know, went through a lot of the positions. I think uh, all the positions can be uh, uh, really kind of enhanced, if you will. Uh, but uh, I, I would look at the impact players at your receivers, your secondary, and, and, and probably in the Browns case, the running, uh, the uh, running backs. Frank, well, Let's just talk about JOK for a second and the linebacking core, and just in particular your thoughts on, you know, what what like there are times I think about like when you were playing and how dominant guys like you could be in that linebacker spot, and that spot doesn't feel that way at all anymore. It doesn't have that same. I, I don't. I, I it was a. I don't know. I thought it was a. It was a premier place to play. You know, I would think about you know guys like you and and Kuzino and some of those guys that played linebacker. Um, when I was Matthews and the, all those guys that were playing and the game has changed so much. Where, where do you think they are with linebackers right now? Do they need to improve? I thought JOK played great the other day. At least he was able to, to be seen all over the field. Just give me your take on that. You know, I, I, first of all, I want to say thank you for even including me in, in, I put in, you in, there. in, in that category. Thank you. Uh, but, you know, it's a, it's a different game now. You know, linebackers, I remember meeting a couple of the Browns linebackers, you know, personally doing some, you know, charity work with them. And I was surprised that they're, they're not as big, right? I mean, there's no, there are no pepper Johnson's anymore in yeah. the middle or Carl Banks is playing over the, the tight ends. They, you know, it's just, it's just a different game. And, uh, you know, a lot of the guys are, you know, built the, the, the fly to the ball, um, you not a lot of run stoppers cause, but there's not a lot of, you know, the, the, as you know, the game has changed a lot of cover guys, uh, you know, I think the Browns have a, a, a good core of, of JOK. I thought he, he came to play. Uh, you saw it show up in the number of tackles that he had uh, playing on their side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, he was he was ready to play that game. Uh, he was prepared. And uh, you're going to have you, – if I could watch the film, you're going to see a few guys that probably were ready to play the game. But as a team as a whole, they weren't. But as far as the linebacking crew, you know, I think the Browns have a good linebacking crew. Uh, you know, I mean – you know, uh, you can always improve, and probably that area improve be, be a little bit more physical against the run. Uh, I think I think they're good uh, guys that, that with good team speed or good uh, line, speed at the linebacker. But uh, so you know, that's that's my thoughts on that. Frank, I I find this time of the year interesting in the NFL when it comes to coaches being released and and then hired by other teams or whatever. But this one seems weird to me and. and Tell me what teams are looking for, because Mike Vrabel, by all accounts, a real good coach, gets let go in Tennessee after six seasons. Mike McCarthy just went 12-5 and 
three straight seasons, but lost in the first round for the second time in three years. But you know, you gotta you gotta win games to get there. They went twelve and five each of the last three years. Sirianni last year goes to the Super Bowl. They were ten and one. People are screaming that maybe he's out in Philadelphia. Your former coach, Bill Belichick, you know, out even though you know the last couple of years weren't good, but we know what kind of a coach he is. What what are teams looking for when they're thinking, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and make this move, but they fire a guy who has proven that he knows how to really coach in the league. Let's go. No paying attention to that. That's Tom Zek. Uh, I'm I'm having lunch with Mike. He says to say hello to both of you, but you're right, Jeff. It is the craziest I've ever seen it with with the coaches, and 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 really, I think the the a lot of the ownership is really getting involved. I mean, we know Jerry's world down there, how much he's involved. I understand the Philadelphia owner; he's similar, and they're, they're, everybody's expecting Syriana he to go, and, and I actually I am too. But it's it he, what they need to be doing. Is, is all, there's a lot of guys that are, that are smart with X's and O's. To me, the, the head coaching is all about leadership and getting guys to play for you and building a culture here. But it doesn't seem like anybody has the time or, or patience uh, for that to happen. That's why you know I, I really applaud the Steelers for their commitment to their, to their coaches. And, uh, you know, the, the, the culture that the, the Rooney's have built there. And I'd like to see the same thing happen in Cleveland. I think cover coach Stefanski should stay because I think he's building a culture there uh, that it, it will be successful. And to me, that's what, you know, Vrabel is a guy that with great, in my opinion, I've met Mike a couple of times, great leadership. You know, Belichick has great leadership. And I think that's what you want to be looking at. McCarthy was with the Chiefs when – when I was there, um, you know, I don't know what kind of leadership he has there, but you know, it, it, it just crazy. The, the, I think it all starts at the top with the uh, ownership and, you know, they've got to have patience uh, to let this to play out. I mean, typically what you got in the NFL uh, when I was playing and, and same for the coaches was your three years to prove yourself. And, after three years, you know, you may start looking to elsewhere. But, uh, you know, I know that kind of flies in the face of what I, what I was saying, but I think a coach is a little bit different category. I think they should be given, you know, four or five years uh, to get that uh, team on the right path. So, uh, but, yeah, and to, your, to your question, it really is a, a crazy environment with, with all these coaches uh, circulating around like they do. Frank, as always, thank you. We appreciate you. And, you know, we'll, we'll, the, all those nice things you said about Pittsburgh, we realize you're sitting with Tom Zach, so I know that's why you did it. We're all, we're all good with that. We get it. We got your back on that. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Great right. show. Frank, thank you, guys. Thank tell you, Mike Frank. we said hi, too, and tell him thank you throughout the season, too, for helping us out, especially with the, with the, uh, with the uh, podcast. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, again, uh-huh. thanks. He was on the Dog Pound podcast, Raw and Unfiltered. Frank Minifield, Eric Medcalf, Hanford Dixon, Mike Tomczak, who he said was just sitting there with him, and Leroy Horde, and, of course, he was on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Jeff, I think your point about coaches is uh, is right on target. Let's talk a little bit more about that. I wonder what folks think about that, too, about should you, when you hire a coach, should you be in for a long-term commitment? Should you be saying four or five years? 216-474-0092.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Jeff Phelps dance show, dance party with Jeff. <laughs> Could you imagine watching that? I mean, you'd have three viewers. That'd be that'd be bad. Two one six. Taylor or... Swift dancing in the chair inspired me. Well, they were doing the whole arm thing. Yeah, I know they had pretty good. I mean, they're going to hurt somebody. Katie Pollock was. Poor giving Donna us the Kelsey whole... was sitting there. She was going to get hurt. Katie was giving us the whole lowdown on the uh, on the jackets. Just oh, now, those were sweet. About how Kyle Ustek's wife went like up five hundred thousand, half a million followers on Instagram. Yeah. After everybody found out that she was the one that was. Which in and of itself doesn't make her a whole lot more money, but you can bet they'll turn it into money. Yeah, I, why wouldn't you? And her husband's a pretty smart guy, too. Yeah, you go to Harvard, play play football, pretty good. That'll do it. Uh, 216-474-0092. So we were talking a little bit about coaches, and, you know, it it just seems, it seems, it, like if you're Mike McCarthy, I, I'm totally interested to hear Bennigan's case on this. You know, we went into the weekend. One of the questions on Saturday during the pregame show was, is there a coach that will be ousted after making the playoffs? And I said Mike McCarthy. I go, if, if they can't win that game, he could be in trouble in Dallas, especially with Bill Belichick sitting out there. And that you would think, man, I wonder how Bill and Jerry Jones would work out together. I, I think it'd be toxic, don't you? I think it'd be awful. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it would work. But for some reason, a lot of people are like, ah, how would Bill do in um, – how would Bill do in, in I Dallas? It, I think Atlanta would be a great spot for him if he wants and to then, be a coach. And then, Jeff, I started thinking about the irony that, you know, when Bernie ended up being sent off the island, he ended up in Dallas, mm-hmm. right? What if Bill... Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, what if Bill got sent off the island in New England and ended up in Dallas, too? There's no Jimmy Johnson there. No, there, no there isn't. There's no, no security blanket. I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Like, the fact that, like... Even during the game, it felt like we were like, oh, McCarthy's out. See you later. They were 8-0 at home. 8-0 at home this year. I'm well aware that in pro sports, 
you know, I, and I'll always remember this. This is the one example of it. When Lenny Wilkins was the head coach of the Cavs, and the Cavs decided to make a move, and and I don't know that it was mutual. I my thought was always what I told was it wasn't that Wayne Embry and and Lenny agreed with this. I remember that it was just time for a different voice, and Mike Fratello became that different voice, and Mike had a good run here, and then the same thing happened. And I know the same thing can happen in football. You know, maybe it's time for a different voice in New England, okay? Maybe it's just time for that. Maybe it's just time in Seattle. But I always go back to this. Like, for instance, um, Ms. Adams fires Mike Vrabel. Okay. By all accounts, he's a really highly regarded NFL head coach. You sure you're going to go get somebody better? You, you, can you do that? Mike McCarthy, and I know Dan has his issues with Mike McCarthy going back to Packer days. Mike's not the greatest head coach in the world. But he went into a Dallas situation where they were about 500 for a number of years, it seemed, with Jason Garrett. And they were they didn't win his first year, didn't win big. He's gone 12-5 and five each of the last three years. And he's been in the playoffs three years. He's been ousted twice in the first round. But you got to go 12 and 5 to get in. Okay, so what what would Jerry Jones be looking for? Now Dallas might be a spot where they could call Vrabel and you get another good coach. You know, you you bring in another really good guy. But if you go get coordinator du jour, you're going to keep your fingers crossed that coordinator du jour has all of the ingredients that you're looking for to become that Super Bowl guy. You know, hey, this is the guy who can get us over the top. Okay, but can he get you 12 wins in the regular season and even get you in? You know what I mean? You might be a great ins- inspirer for one game or whatever, one great game coach. Can you coach a whole season? And I, it's just weird to me that there are a lot of guys this year, and, and I was, it was interesting to hear Frank agree, that it's just weird. Mike Frabel, okay, out. Belichick, out. Okay, maybe different voice. Pete Carroll, out. Talk of Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season, out, but he hasn't been to the Super Bowl in 13 years. So, see, there, there's that thing. Okay, you're going to go get somebody better than, than Tomlin? And correct me, Tomlin, it's up to Tomlin now, right? If Tomlin wants to leave, he can leave. I think that's... I think he's got one year on his contract. Yeah, something like that. But it's, that's the thing to me. Like, Sirianni took the, the Eagles to the Super Bowl in his second year, and they were 10-1. and one. Then they fell apart. And then Jalen Hurts says something about miscommunication or not on the same page or whatever exactly the terminology used with Sirianni and his offensive coordinator. And I, I just think, you know, what are these, what are these owners looking for? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like when, when the Browns brought in Kevin Stefanski, it's not like they were replacing Mike Vrabel or Bill Belichick or Mike McCarthy. Okay, you were just looking for somebody who co- could coach you up. You'd been looking for that for some time. Right. But when they get rid of these big-time coaches, it's like, man, you better be careful there. And I just wonder. Now, I get it in New England. Maybe that ran its course. Okay, maybe, maybe it did. And maybe Bill the GM was the worst friend that Bill the coach ever had. I don't know. But I just, I, I always think, okay, 
what what are you looking for then? You just fired the greatest coach ever, or you parted ways. In Tennessee, Brabel was really good, and then the last two years, not quite as good, seven and ten and six and eleven. And but you had a roster that wasn't as good. That's more on the GM, who, by the way, you just hired a new GM. So maybe you're looking for a you know a better meshing of GM and head coach. It's just it's I think it's really interesting that some of these teams are rolling the dice and getting rid of some really good head coaches or guys who have had huge success in the league and you're betting that that won't continue or that they won't get it back. Are we just noticing that though more now because Bill Belichick's in the mix? No, I, I think there are a number of guys, Andy. I, th- I think there are a number. Most most of the time, it seems to me that guys who who get moved on from in the NFL are guys who did not have success or who haven't really had any major success in their career. You know, like Ron Rivera has been an okay coach. Right. But you kind of expected Washington to move on. But there were times Ron's where like, had, oh, this guy's got it. He's, he's had some good moments. Yeah. Sure, sure. But I, seriously, you, you're going to find somebody who does a better job than Vrabel? Maybe you will. But, man, that's a pretty good gamble. You're going to find somebody in Dallas Unless if you, you, if you like move on from McCarthy? Yeah, I, they need to get him a quarterback. Pretty good gamble. Right? They need a quarterback. Who, I don't know how much at uh, Tennessee. Right? Um, Will Levis looks like he could be really good. All right. But he's but he's just a first-year guy. Right. So, but I just, I, I don't know. I wonder where Mike's, I was, I was actually kind of shocked that Mike didn't get the job in New England. Because, like, the little rumblings I was hearing well, underneath that was like, oh, he's Apparently gonna... that was in the Jared Mayo contract. What was? Bill leaves your in. Ah. That's how they could hire him in, like, two days. Huh. I guess that's how it works, then. I was a little surprised that Bob Kraft didn't pick up the phone and say, Mike? Or maybe he did, you know? And... Well, especially because there was a lot of talk about Vrabel going back there to be honored by New England. Mm-hmm. And they kind of patched up, yeah. And yeah. so then he went back, and that was good. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I was surprised. I do think Michael will do better at his next job too, depending on well, the players he has. Well, like what a gamble, right? Now, if, if if you're in Tennessee and Sirianni for some reason gets fired in Philadelphia, okay. Well, Sirianni took a team to a Super Bowl. I can see that. But like, if you go out and hire the, the coordinator du jour or the guy who you think, you know, this guy's a defensive backs coach, but we really think he's going to be a great head coach. Maybe you're right. Man, what a big gamble if you're getting rid of a guy who has been really successful in the league. I think, I, I just think it's it's daring for some of these owners and, and almost to the point where some of the owners think, yeah, okay, thank you. I can do it better than you because I can find the guy. Really? Haven't okay, we, good, good I mean, we played that game pretty much until Kevin. Well, and that's why... And Kevin now finds himself as the most successful coach since they came back. The, the Haslam's were extremely impatient. With everything before. With everything before. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe Andy, they were right. Maybe they identified that this wasn't the guy. And maybe now they've identified that it is and that Andrew Barry's the guy. Or maybe they were just impatient. I, I don't know the answer because they didn't wait to keep guys around long enough where you could say... Yep, there's no question this guy can't coach. What was the feeling, I, and I didn't get a chance to ask you this, because I think sometimes you get um, a different perspective when you're hosting the postgame show right after the game. What what was the feeling on Kevin? Was Kevin getting? We had one phone call. It was the first call of the show, I think, where the guy said, fire Kevin Stefanski, and that was the only one. Really? Yeah. Dan, is that right? Is that 
Sound right to you? Yeah. I mean, we had a we had one guy who was screaming, fire the coach. And, but I, and that, that was, was about the, the first guy in the show, and that yeah. was about it. Everybody else was grumpy, but kind of like, yeah, you know, like, this sucks. Do you, and, do you, you know, think that the, the public, uh, like, there, there were points during the season where it got heavier, where people were like, hey, let's get rid of Get rid of Stefanski. Get rid of him. Fire him. Fire him. Fire him. Fire him. I don't. I didn't feel that towards the end of the season. To be honest with you, I don't no, feel I, it heavy-hearted right now. I think no. a lot of people are more like, "All right, one more year. Let's see what happens." Or you know, give yeah, him a see, long-term deal, but make sure you can get out of it at the end of the year. But see, here's life in the NFL. Okay, if you're Tomlin and you have immediate success, Tomlin went to the Super Bowl twice in four years. Right. Kevin hasn't done that, and Kevin's now one and two in the playoffs. I don't think there's any question that he deserves a contract extension. But what happens if after going 11 and 6 this year, Andy, they go out next year in the regular season and go 8 and 9? And you've given him a contract extension. Are the Browns management ownership they going to be happy? See, no. so even if you get an extension. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The way that the NFL is today, more so than ever, okay, we, we'll just write you a check. Good luck. Because, I I mean, it's it's almost you better win each and every year. You know, Belichick 
went 10 years between Super Bowl wins. Remember that? Yes. And that was the stretch where people were thinking, all right, it's time for a change. Kraft didn't, and it led to three more Super Bowl wins. But they won three in a short period of time. Then they went 10 years between wins, and then they won three more in five years. Mm. And that's, you know, if that's my point. If you have somebody who you know can coach, and you knew Belichick could coach, Kraft waited for 10 years. Now, they did make it to the Super Bowl a couple of times in that stretch. But he didn't overreact. He kept his guy, and he ended up getting three more Super Bowl wins because of it with Tom Brady, of course. You can't separate those two. All right, let's talk a little bit more about this coaching situation, too, because I think you're right. You looked at what's going on in the NFL, and then I think you bring it back home to what's going on here in Cleveland with Kevin Stefanski and how you things have kind of lightened up a little bit compared to the middle of the season, I would think. And as we, we walk out of the end of the season, I think there were a lot of people saying, hey, Kevin can't go out on the field and tackle. And Kevin's not the one to put the ball in the air for a pick six. So we'll talk about that. 216-474-0092. 216-474-0092. It's Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.